Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You're listening to Season 5 of Episode 2. And today we're going to be talking about purpose. What is your purpose? You ever thought about it? Sometimes we have to go through challenges to see what God predestined us to do. And Robert Bass is no exception. Robert is a pastor. He's also a podcast host and the author of three books, the latest entitled Hidden Fruit, a book dedicated to helping us discover the blessings God has designed for us. So stay tuned. Tonight, we're going to talk about purpose because I know that there are a lot of listeners out there that aren't not too sure about what exactly their purpose is and they're in search of it. So, Robert, thank you so much for being on Wove Inspiration. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Awesome. So, Robert, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and and what you do and everything. Yep. So, I've been blessed, me and my wife, been married for a few years now, and um, we have kind of come together to uh, found this business called Redeemed on Purpose, which is equipping families, you know, with resources to to live a healthy life, both physically and spiritually. I was previously a personal trainer. I've also had some experience working on cars, uh, Mercedes, and so I, I really had a lot of experience on walking through life highs, the lows, been through several motorcycle accidents, and experiencing what it's like to trust God through the, through the physical pains, through the trials. And so our hope, you know, is just to help others uh, walk through the journey of life and, and to trust God. Amen. I wish I knew that you were, <laughs> I could have used your service as far as Mercedes are concerned. I just got my car out of the shop, like as of today. So yeah, <laughs> yep. just throw that yep. out there. Amazing cars. But. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're reliable, but you know they're also costly as well. So, but getting back to the subject matter, now you're a pastor. What made you decide to become a pastor? That's a great question. I actually did not have a plan <laughs> to become a pastor, but you know how God works. Oh uh, yeah. So. I got into a motorcycle accident and learned to walk again. And through that, I just really committed my life to God and said, okay, God, I've done things my way. So now I'm going to trust you. So I was going to church and started teaching a health class in a church in Destin, Florida. And one day I just woke up and God told me to move. And so I, that's all he told me. Didn't know what that meant. And so ended up moving to Jacksonville, Florida and attending this church. And just started to serve faithfully and uh, started to serve in their fitness ministry. So I was sharing the gospel through sports, like basketball, football, soccer, volleyball. We had all kinds of different sports. And we would just share about Jesus kind of during a water break. And that was really how I got into sharing the gospel, uh, growing, leading, uh, training people. And then next thing you know, we had over 600 people in these fitness groups. And so... uh, that's actually what began my journey to really take um, sharing the gospel and coming on staff at a church seriously was because I was like, well, clearly God's doing something. And so my life since that motorcycle accident has just been, okay, God, I'm yours. Whatever you would have me do, here I am. Yeah. So uh, God's allowed me to be a pastor and, and now an author 
of several di- different books, which <laughs> I did not have planned. <laughs> and that's usually how, how purpose works. You know, you said that you were um, had a motorcycle accident. So what was life like for you before the motorcycle accident? Yeah, I was raised in church, you know, got saved at 10 years old, had a great relationship with God. And, um, you know, my parents did an amazing job raising me, teaching me about the ways of God. But I went off to college and decided to kind of do things my own way. Uh, I was a little knucklehead. And so um, God had to rein me back in. And unfortunately, it was through an accident, you know, Mm -hmm. and a tragedy that really led me back to God. And uh, there's so much I could share about that. But honestly, you know, God just loves us so much that um, he just desires a relationship with us. And so as as painful as that season was, I'm so thankful for it because it's given me the life that I have now, the wife I have now, the family and and the relationship that I have with God. So looking back, it was a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And would you say that when you found your purpose— it was actually discovered through the pain and everything that you went through as far as the motorcycle accident? Yeah, exactly. You know, I tell people our purpose is through a relationship with God. Yeah. And so we're not going to find our purpose until we pursue that real deep, intimate relationship with God. And so, yeah, it was the pain that drove me to desire that relationship because I realized I can't do this without him. And, and I tried, right? And I did things my way, and it and it just fell short. Yeah, so yeah. The pain, the pain is what drove that. Yeah, and and I noticed one of the trends, especially even in my own family, like my my own children, they they were raised in the church and everything. Their father was a pastor, and and everything, and you know. But the thing is that when they got older and they wanted to go on their own, like most young adults, they decide, hey, I don't I don't need God. I'm going to do my own thing. And um, <laughs> so they end up doing their own thing. But eventually, and as always, even for myself in, in the past, I found my purpose. I found, you know, what exactly it is that I have truly come on this earth to do. And that for me is to help people to find their purpose. So would you say that that would be something that you were able to do as well? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I started writing my first book is my mentor at the time was like, Robert, you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of trials. You know, you, you need to start writing these out to help someone else to, to really allow them to see how you made it out and how you trusted God. And so that was how I got my first book, Past a Purpose. It was me just writing down about my past and looking back and seeing God in my past and that it still had a purpose even today. Yeah, absolutely. And your second book, Purpose on the Path, can you tell tell us a little bit more about that book? Yeah, I, I began to write that book because I saw so many people, you know, just struggling on their journey with God, uh, wanting things to happen faster, <laughs> you know, maybe not even understanding why they were on the journey that they were on. But, you know, I believe God loves us so much that he desires to be on the journey with us which is why we have the Holy Spirit, right, God with us. And so I wrote this book in hope to help the reader realize that the path that they're on right now, that it has a purpose, and that God is with them, and that his strength and his grace is with them right now, instead of when they get to where they're trying to be. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I really believe that as well. For for some people, they they may be in a situation like a job that they don't like. They they despise it. They hate going to it and everything. But there is a purpose for them being at that job that they hate because they may be learning some things while they're there. There may be they may be even refining themselves as 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 far as their character and their personality to get them prepared to do the next thing, whatever God has them to do. So a lot of times people don't really see that part of it. It's like uh, they're looking at what the situation is now versus a bigger picture. And so um, I really think that this, the book that you have as far as purpose on the path would really set the tone for those individuals to really discover, okay, you're in a temporary situation right now. It may be uncomfortable. You may not even like it, but there is a bigger picture to where God wants you to go in the first place. So keep moving forward for real. Amen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I am in your newest book, Hidden Fruit. Tell the audience a little bit more about that book. Yeah, I wrote Hidden Fruit because, as many of you know, at the time of this recording, we've just gone through a crazy time in the world, a pandemic. And I've just, you know, saw so many people who said that they love God, that they follow Jesus, claim to be a Christian, and just not have joy or not have peace. You know, God says that we're going to go through trials in this life, but we know who has the answer, right? We know how the end's going to work. And so when trials and situations come in our life, it shouldn't inject fear into us. It, it, it shouldn't draw us away from God. It should actually push us to Him, yeah. draw closer to our Heavenly Father. And so I just saw a lot of people during the pandemic do the opposite of what I believe God is asking us to do. And so my hope in writing this book is that it would draw people close to God, that they would know that, again, God is with them. Therefore, His presence is with them. So we can experience love. So even though I may be going through a very hard time, that love can still come out of me. That joy, that peace, that patience, that, come on, self-control, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> self-control can come out of me because it's not a byproduct of me. It's a byproduct of God's presence in me and working through me. And so that's kind of the hope of the book is that the reader would not only know that, but experience yeah, for sure. And and so the and the, I like the fact that you brought up it's a byproduct of of really what's what's inside of them as them being believers in Jesus Christ. It's that seed that was planted in them um, through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then their their studying of God's word and being filled by Holy Spirit and being watered by the eternal water of Jesus Christ, if you may, <laughs> that keeps that yeah. flow going on uh, within that person to help them to continue to grow and, and thus seeing the, the fruit and, and everything coming out of them. So I, I want you to talk a little bit more about how that particular book would be beneficial to an individual, let's say that they're a new believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's really good. W one of the things that when I was a, when I was really turning my life back to God, that I was searching for was to know that I was going to be able to make it, to make it through 
what I was going through, you know, I, through the motorcycle accident, I lost my job, couldn't work, bills kept coming, right? They don't stop. Yeah. And so I needed help, right? I had to go to physical therapy. And so, and at the time, a lot of my friends let me down. They just weren't there for me. And so I was in, I was in a very tough place. So I needed God. Like I needed him in so many different ways to help me physically, mentally, emotionally. I needed him to come through with bills. Like I just needed God in so many different ways. And so I was really trusting God to, in, in ways that I just never had before. And so the reason that's so important is because God asks us to have faith in him, right? Scripture yeah. says without faith, it's impossible to please God. I mean, that right there is a very eye-opening scripture. And so I had to put a lot of faith in him. And that was a important step in my journey, was putting my faith in God instead of in other people and other things and in possessions and seeing God come through in my life, to see him bring people, to see him miraculously, you know, have a bill, a, a debt collector just called me and says, you know what, we're going to take care of this bill. We're just going to wipe right. it away. I mean, it's just amazing to see God come through. And so we need those moments in our life to really press in and to trust God in new ways. And so when we talk about the book Hidden Fruit, we need to understand that there's things in our life that we just cannot do on our own. You know, we, we can't manufacture peace. We really can't. And, and true peace is going to come from God. And so, again, what are some ways that we can trust God to provide that peace for us in ways that we've tried to do on our own, in our own strength, and our own will, and even in our own emotions, right, to, to force peace or to tell ourselves, oh, I'm at peace, I'm good, but we're really not yeah. on the inside. And so I would say for someone new, it's really stepping out maybe for the first time and trusting God to provide for you in ways that you've tried to provide. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that people tend to forget, both believers and and non-believers, is that in anything that you do, there is a process. And that's the part that, that really is tends to help, uh, cause people to fall away, or they become frustrated, or the fruits of the spirit are, are kind of like <laughs> not showing very well because they do not like the process of uh, going through, going through then keyword being through, which means that it's a temporary situation. But like you said, trusting God during that time. And so for you, like, for example, what was it like for you when you were recovering from your, a motorcycle accident and having to do the rehabilitation and everything. Yeah, it was that time in my life where I truly got to experience love. You know, it's one thing to know something when someone tells you, oh, I love you, right? Uh, but to experience their love is something completely different. And so when I was going through that, I needed help, you know, and my family came through and, and they helped me figure things out and they made sure I had food and I had people from the church come and support me and give you rides. And so I got to experience love. Yeah. And so that is so much different. You know, it, it's one thing to experience peace. Have you ever met someone where like life just does not rattle them? <laughs> the world <laughs> yeah. can be falling down around them and they're just a rock. I mean, to experience that kind of peace is just so different. 
And so my hope is that we could experience God's presence in our life, to know, to really know without a doubt, you know what, I've seen God do this. I've seen him come through in my life in this area or that area. Therefore, it helps drive us to get more excited about, you know what, I don't have self-control in my life, but I've seen God give me peace in, in, a, in a very difficult time, so I know that I can experience self-control. Or, you know what, I don't have patience, <laughs> but I have experienced the love of God, whether it was through salvation or another time in your life, where you know I can experience this. And so what I love about the fruit of the Holy Spirit is we can have all of it. It's not just, you know, one fruit. And then we're, it, God's not going to give us more. No, we can experience all the fruit of his presence. So yeah. That's exciting for me. Yeah. Amen. So what suggestions do you have for that new believer as far as church? Because I know church, the, the body of Christ and church are extremely important. And there are people that, you know, as they continue their journey on going towards purpose and discovering the the fruit of the spirit, they find it really hard to find the right church for them. So what suggestions would you have for that individual that may be struggling to find the right church to help them to grow and discover their purpose or work towards the things that God has for them? Yeah, I think there's been times in my life where my past has prevented me moving forward. <laughs> And so I, I would really, you know, suggest to the person listening that you seek healing from your past. And I know a lot of times it can be hard to kind of what people say, go there or to relive or, or even bring up memories and hard things about your past. But, you know, God can heal it. He really can. And so sometimes our past will prevent us from moving forward to a better future. We could be scared of a relationship because we've been hurt before. And therefore we don't want to get involved in a women's ministry or a men's ministry because those people have hurt us before. Um, And so that has been so important in my life to not let my past affect what God wants to do in my future. I was thinking about Ephesians 2.10 says, um, you know, for whatever God has asked us to do, right? We're created in Jesus to do good work that God has prepared for us in advance. Like, we, we are God's handiwork. Like, he's created us to, to do good. And so we don't have to kind of wait, you know? Like, we already know God's affirmed us. So for, for those that have been hurt by someone in your past or a family member, like, you don't need their affirmation. You don't need them to come and apologize or repent of an action. no. God can heal that, and he can give you the strength to move forward because he's already created you to do, to do good things. Yeah, definitely. So I have a, a, just a sidebar question. I know that when it comes to someone's purpose, for them to to understand what that is, how, how do they find out what is my purpose? How do I even, where do I even start? to look for my purpose or figure out what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth. Yeah. So I have, as you shared in my intro, 
I have the opportunity to be a pastor. I wrote a few books. And, and none of those I had planned, right? And honestly, none of those do I feel like are my single purpose. I believe my purpose is always found through my relationship with God. So I could be at a coffee shop and I feel like I should pray for someone. Yeah. For me, that is just as much my purpose as writing a book or preaching on stage or whatever other opportunities that God would bring. So my purpose is always connected to my relationship with God. The reason I think that's so important is because that gives me freedom. I'm not bound. I'm not held back. I'm not limited by what I think I need to get to or, or what I will achieve one day. No, today I have a purpose. Today, with through my relationship with Jesus, I can accomplish whatever God desires for me to do. Yeah. So my strength and purpose is going to be found in me listening to God. It's going to be being in tune with him over my own agenda, over my own desires. And, and so the biggest roadblock for us living with our purpose is not being focused on our purpose. Right. <laughs> because that's going to, again, it, it gets you stuck in the I mentality. Oh, oh well, I've got to do it. Or I need to do this. Or I need to do that. No. We have to stay connected to God. And, and he begins to flow through us. So yeah. I believe the more transparent we are, the more people get to see Jesus. Yeah. So the less I try to do something, right, in my weakness, God is made strong. Yeah. So I, I believe our purpose, there's freedom in our purpose. So if someone's listening and they feel like that they're not operating their purpose and they have shame or guilt, those things aren't from God. You know, God's not going to shame us and guilt us, right? He, the Holy Spirit drives us closer to him and so we'll we'll operate more in what god's asked us to do the closer we are to him right absolutely and one of the things i know about purpose is it's usually something that like you said earlier you wasn't expecting to to become a pastor or (laughs) to write any books it's always something that for me anyway i'm just going to speak on my behalf it was something that I would never, ever, ever think of wanting to do. In in all honesty, I'd never wanted to use my voice. And but God said, uh, "I'm gonna need you to go ahead and use your voice and and share your story and and everything because it's beneficial for the kingdom of God and because He has to get the glory out of it. And that's what it comes down to. So I I love the fact that you said that it's not it's not an I thing. It's not Oh, I have to do this because I, I, I have to, this purpose. It can be anything as long as it's, it's you're sharing the gospel, which is our commission. That's, that's our reasonable service is sharing the gospel, whatever way that he wants for us to do it. It could be through podcasting because I know that you're a podcaster as well. And you've written three books and you're a uh, pastor. Um, you're, you're, you did things with um, exercising in different sports. That is a part of your purpose. But the foundation of it is commissioned for us to uh, make sure that the, the gospel is being spread. So there's no one purpose, specific purpose that you have. It, our real purpose is making sure that the gospel is spread. 
Amen. And there's so much freedom in that, isn't there? Yes. To just follow God. I remember when I was working on cars, God asked me to start a prayer group. And uh, and I, I told God, God, there ain't nobody in this job that's going to pray. I'm going to be there all by myself praying. And God's like, no, you, you do what I've asked you to do. And so I was like, well, well, who do I know that would even think about praying? And so I went up to this one person at my job and I asked, hey, I think I want to start a prayer um, once a week before work. You want to join me? And he was like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. and, I, and so we, we started, we went outside before work one day a week and we started to pray together. Uh, within a few weeks, there was a few more people because people walked by and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. A few more people joined us. After three months, we had like 11 people outside wow. once a week before work praying. And I'm like, I didn't think anybody here loved mm-hmm. by their actions and words. And so I was just so blown away by just little steps of obedience um, and how God moves. Yeah, that you just, you said that key word, obedience, because it might not make any sense at the time, but we, you know, look at it for face value. It's like, I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to do it anyway because I want to be obedient unto my father. And that's what that that part right there is the most important thing. Just be obedient. Don't try to figure it out. Just do it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, like you said, you went from one person to 11 now you're a pastor and you're doing all kinds of other things. It just It's just being obedient to whatever he has for you to do. Yep. And God yeah. continues to, to open doors. I like what 1 Corinthians 10.31 says. Whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever you do, do it all. For yes. the glory of God. And Amen. so again, that is, that, that's just so exciting to me that whatever I, I, God's asked me to do, wherever my job is, Wherever I am, God's going to get the glory and, and he'll move. Amen. Amen. So I know you have just wrote this uh, latest book, Hidden Fruit. Do you have any other projects that are in the works? Yes. I Even with the book, Hidden Fruit, I've released uh, an audio book for it. It was the first time I've ever done an audio book before my two previous books. Um, I just did the physical book and the ebook, And so even with this, book, God stretched me, and he said that um, he wanted me to release the audiobook too, and so that was another step of faith uh, <laughs> for me to learn that, to do that, and so isn't it so amazing, right, as, as we continue to trust God, he continues to give us opportunities, he continues to grow us, mm-hmm. and, and it's always a, another faith step to, to draw closer to God, and so now I'm actually, I feel like God wants me to um, go to Israel. Okay. And, and share this book. And so uh, at the time of this recording, I don't have uh, any anything lined out yet. But again, it's just so beautiful to say, hey, look, I'm going to trust God. Yeah. And he will open the doors in the right time, in the right ways. And there's just freedom for that. And, and until he does, I'm just going to hold on to the promises and what he's told me. Amen. Robert, how can people get in contact with you, purchase your books? How can people reach you? Yep, so you can find me at Robert A. Bass on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, all of those. So you can look me up that way, and uh, you can find the book at hiddenfruitbook.com or even at any major uh, book distribution. Website. Awesome. 
So, Robert, do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Before we got on, you know, I was praying before I do for every podcast. And um, I really feel like I just wanted to encourage maybe some of the women listening here today that maybe you've been trying to find your purpose through a spouse or other people. Maybe you've looked at, you know, looked towards someone and says, well, I need to do this or I need to do that because of what they do. I give an example, you know, it, it could be easy for my wife, um, being a pastor's wife to think that she's got to do certain things in ministry because I'm a pastor, but my wife is a nurse and I don't force my wife to do certain things because I'm a pastor in ministry. I allow God to move through her life for her to serve, to do things that God is leading her to do because her ministry is just as much in her job as God has opened up the opportunities uh, in my life. And so I just wanted to encourage someone today that, you know, don't look for your purpose. Don't, don't try to find your identity through another person, whether even if that is your spouse, that we are meant to find our identity through God. And, and we know that we have our identity through God because it feels like freedom. It doesn't feel burdensome. It's not weighty. It's not overwhelming. That, that because it'll be done in God's strength and not our own. So I just wanted to encourage uh, anybody listening that may be going through that. I love it. I really do that. And and I know a lot of the women that will be listening to this podcast will really appreciate that because sometimes it is kind of hard when you're a first lady married to a pastor. Uh, in ministry to find her own identity. So those are definitely words of encouragement for uh, a lot of women out there. Robert, it has been a blessing to have you on Wove Inspiration. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be on our show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely. Hey, you guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You guys have a blessed day. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove features men and women who use their voice to share their story of overcoming obstacles in life. You can follow us and leave a comment on either Facebook or Instagram under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts.